This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Charlie and I were talking during the break about the Netflix series on Jeffrey Dahmer. And by the way, I've seen a few even uh, posts from different individuals where, why are they playing that? Why are they rehashing what he did? They're just giving people ideas. Folks, demented people think demented anyways, whether they're watching television or not. I'm curious in the Dahmer series to know whether or not they talk about his conversion to Christ at the end of his life or not, and I, I'm not that far yet. I only got to the first episode so far. I will watch more of it and let you guys know how that goes. It's <clears throat> a, you know, I'm not a blood and guts, you know, gore, you know, I don't watch paranormal movies, and you guys even know me with Andy. I don't even watch the, the horror movies, and I, I just, I, I did enough of that as a kid. I don't need to watch them anymore. So I don't like blood and guts and all that. This one, I will say that they have probably cleaned it up far better than what it probably actually was, given what he did. Um, you know, there were things, and I was went back and read some of the things that Jeffrey Dahmer did, and in the, in the movie I watched in the first episode, they didn't even show some of the things that he actually cut up and saved and so on. They, I mean, they showed some things, you know, the severed head that was in the bottom of the refrigerator when they found him, you know, when, when he was, uh, the way he was found, for all of you that forget, he had basically sort of trapped this uh, black gentleman that was at a gay bar into coming over to his house to take pictures and so on, and he was essentially threatening him, and this guy finally figured out a way to escape. Jeffrey Dahmer got out of the house, ran down the street, found some police officers who at first didn't believe him, but then as the police officers came back and started doing some investigative work and and why Jeffrey Dahmer let him in, I really don't know, probably because he really was not quite right in his mind. But as they started searching around the house and looking around at different things, and the smell, I guess, was just awful. And as they started looking around, they found all sorts of things inside the house that, uh, you know, tied him to, uh, you know, tied him to the, the, the murders of all those individuals. I think there was 17... Uh, 17 uh, men and boys that he had killed, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Uh, What the movie started, though, in this first episode, which you never really think about. So this wasn't in my notes, but while I'm thinking about this, I'll just uh, share it with you. The movie is about the father of Jeffrey Dahmer, and that's kind of where this first episode starts, is the father's in the room being questioned by the detectives to try to see what did the parents know about what was going on. Of course, they didn't. I don't think any parent would know and not do something about it. But as I was watching that, I thought to myself, your life even as a parent is over at that point. When the whole world finds out your child has not only murdered all of these individuals, but the way they were murdered and what he did with the bodies and the perverted things that he did with them, your your life is over. He ate them, as we all know. He he you know, he was a cannibalist and just disgusting things that happened. And I don't know how as a family you would ever recover from that. And as I'm watching that, I'm just thinking to myself, there's a whole story 
there of the parents of these types of situations and the fact that the world does not forgive them or look at them kindly, even though they had nothing to do with it. Maybe not. You all have raised, a lot of you listening have raised kids. You, you, you don't make decisions for your kids once they're old enough to make decisions on their own. They make their own. Yes, they have upbringing and you do your best to raise them correctly and all of that. But at some point, they're their own, they're their own person. They make their own decisions. Unfortunately for us as parents, no matter what age we're at, when those kids do things like that, especially when they're in this case, they were like, I think he was in his early 20s, I want to say, when this all happened. He wasn't that old. It comes back on you as a parent. And as I was watching the, the movie, you know, the series, and you see the father, who's actually the dad and stepdads. I can't remember what the, what his, what the actor's name is, but he's the dad and stepdads. And um, a good actor, by the way. But as I'm watching that, and he's, at one point, the officers basically say, okay, we're going to leave you and let you collect your thoughts, and we'll come back in and we'll keep chatting. And as the officers leave, the dad just sort of sits there for a moment. And it takes 30, 40 seconds, and then he just breaks down. I mean, he's beside himself, as you would be listening to these stories about your own child. You would, you would have a breakdown, literally. And he does that and gets himself back together, and that's, I'll give you a tip, that's how the first episode ends. I don't know where it goes from here, but that's how the first episode ends, is they're interviewing him, and they get partway through, and they let him, you know, have some time to himself, and then that episode ends. And I, I, as that ended, I'm thinking to myself, I can't imagine being a parent, having to listen to officers tell you what your kid did in regards to these murders and the fact that he admitted to it. And you've got evidence. I mean, the dead bodies are in the apartment. You know, there's skeletons. They found several skeletons that he had collected the bones of and, you know, bleached. And he had a 55-gallon drum in the corner where there was torsos in it and all sorts of things that were going on. That I mean, there was no doubt he was the killer. They didn't have to do any investigation. He, he admitted it when it was all said and done. And uh, he was also, speaking of this month and Halloween and all of that, he was also very much into satanic worship, witchcraft, watch The Exorcist. He would, he would watch The Exorcist 3 every afternoon. Not saying that's the reason he did this. I'm not one of those guys. But you have to have a screw loose to watch that movie every afternoon religiously and he would even fast forward to certain parts of the movie that and by the way that's a movie i i can't watch those movies those are i'm not that guy sorry i just can't do that stuff and um anyways it's 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 a series that you probably wouldn't want to watch with your young child but your teenage kids could watch it and really understand you know what happened at that time and for all of us that are a little bit older that remember you know, the arrest and what had happened and, and what was going on then and so on. Uh, it, it's just a, remem- it's a remembrance of what happened back then. And again, I'm going to be interested to see what happens towards the end. All right, changing topics when I come back. We're going to switch from one end of the spectrum to the other. The happiest states in the U.S. I told you all, promote this, that we'll, we'll talk this and talk this through, and I'll give you some of those in a moment. So hang tight. We'll get off of Jeffrey Dahmer and all of his weirdness, and we'll... We'll talk about the happiest states in the U.S. So hang tight. We'll come right back. Flesh and Beck is next. And Kevin would love to help you with whatever legal problem you might have. And it could be something that's an accident, hit and run, something that you're trying to get solved with an insurance company, the other party's not doing what they should. You name it, Kevin can help you, even business dealings. Just give him a call. Put this number on your phone, 303-806-8886 or fleshlawfirm.com. And that's F-L-E-S-C-H. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a juror's perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. 
those six people hear evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide you persuade those other individuals, whom you don't know and weren't witnesses, to believe that's what the case is worth. Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Absolute electrical heating and air. And uh, they want to help you with whatever you've got going on around the house when it comes to your HVAC or your electric system. In fact, they've got a great surge protector deal going on right now. But the best deal they have going on is right now, during the program, call, get a $39 furnace tune-up special. It's that simple. Give them a call. Say, I heard heard John talking about it. They'll do the rest. 720-526-0231. Furnaces tend to break the most when they are under the most demand, when everyone is home for the holidays. When you run your furnace year after year without getting it looked at professionally, you raise the risk of losing heat. Proactively ensure the reliability of your furnace with a tune-up from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You should know the true condition of your furnace before the busy season. Don't get stuck waiting for a technician instead of enjoying your holiday. Absolute can ensure all the essential components are in good working order and that everything is clean, so there are no issues in the future either. For KLZ listeners only, Absolute is offering $59 furnace tune-ups, helping you proactively in the downtime, so your heat won't go out when you need it most this winter. Schedule at 720-526-0231, 720-526-0231, or visit klzradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Solar Energy Partners, where you can actually secure the prices of your energy moving down the road, your electricity moving down the road. That's essentially what it does. You can buy at today's prices and beat inflation. That's the best way for me to explain it. Call Al Allen Davis today. Find out exactly how it would work for you. He'll explain it all. He's got a very easy way of doing it. Great guy, by the way. Easy to talk to. 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Alan only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power. Now, make your investment today by contacting Alan at klzradio.com slash sun or by calling 303-378-7537. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in. I say that a lot, and I mean it sincerely. Happiest states in the U.S. So this is the first holistic study. Always bothers me when I hear that word, but holistic study that identifies happiness levels in the country, analyzing 54 metrics organized into seven key indicators. Here we go. Personal finance, leisure activities, mental health, physical health, employment, personal relationship, and social policies. People living in the Northeast are the happiest in America as all the states in the region were ranked among the top 20 happiest in the country. On the other hand, Nearly all southern states have the lowest levels of happiness, ranking highest in metrics such as depression rate, the highest number of hours worked per week, and the highest obesity rates in the country. I would have not thought, by the way, that the Northeast has the happiest people in America. A lot of the people that I've met from there are not very happy. But again, you have to look at the seven key indicators. This isn't just about being happy, happy, laugh, laugh, having fun. This is personal finance, leisure activities, 
mental health, physical health, employment, your personal relationships, and social policy. So really, none of this has anything to do with whether you're happy or not. <laughs> really doesn't. I mean, does having good personal finances make you happy? It can. Is having good leisure activities, does that make you happy? It, it can. Is good mental health? Yes, that one I could agree with. Physical health? Yes, typically. Employment? Well, yeah. Typically, if you're employed, you're a little bit happier than if you're not. Although I've known a lot of happy people that aren't. Personal relationships? Yes. If you have good personal relationships, you're generally more happy. Social policies? Eh, I already know where they're going with that one. That's a lefty. This is a lefty study. But that's okay. We're still going to talk about it. Anyway, so here's the, here's the rankings. And there's a whole list of this that we'll put up on the website later tonight. Number one, this is from best to worst in the top 20, which I don't agree with some of these, but again, I didn't do the study. Number one, Massachusetts. Yeah, I, Charlie's eyes just went, huh, what? I would agree. Number one is Massachusetts. The next one cracks me up. There's no way this is possible. No way this is possible. Number two is Illinois. How in the world can Illinois be the second happiest state in the union? Knowing they've got Chicago and all of what happens there, how in the world can it be number two on the happiness scale? Number three, Connecticut. I know some people in Connecticut. Yeah, they're, they're happy people. Number four, I wish Jersey Joe was you know, calling in right now. And Joe, if you're listening, call in. Number four is New Jersey. Jersey. Are Jersey people happy? Again, I, I struggle with this list because nothing against you folks from Jersey. But I've met a lot of folks from Jersey, and I would not put them at the top of the list of the happiness scale. Just saying. Number six, Maryland. Okay, how can the home of the... You know, the capital of the union, where all of the garbage that happens, politically speaking, goes on, be one of the happiest places. Number seven, Minnesota. Dan, are you listening? Number seven, Minnesota. Number eight, California, which I would have thought California would have been higher, just knowing the climate and all of what they have going on there. Believe it or not, Number nine is Hawaii. Now, you would think everybody in Hawaii would be happy, but they're not. Frankly, most of the natives hate the mainlanders, so they're probably not real happy because every time a tourist shows up, they hate it. Probably why it's not in the top. I mean, it is in the top ten, but it's not the top one or two. The climate, though, how, how do you beat the climate in Hawaii? It's pretty tough. Number ten, Vermont. It's another one I just don't get. Probably because they have a lot of Subarus. So for those of you that don't know, they sell the most Subarus in Colorado and Vermont. Two top states for Subarus. Vermont, believe it or not, beats us out. They sell more Subarus in Vermont than they do here. I don't know if they have like a boulder in Vermont where they sell a bunch of Subarus like we have here, but that is like the official car of Boulder. Right? You guys all know that, right? The Subaru, the official car of Boulder. Number 11, Rhode Island. Number 12, New Hampshire. We are, believe it or not, in the top 20, we are number 13 in Colorado, which I would put us probably somewhere in, the, in that range. I, I would actually put us higher than Jersey and Illinois, quite frankly. Number 14, Maine. Number 15, Washington. Number 16, Delaware. Number 17, Virginia. Number 18, Oregon. Number 19, Nebraska. All you folks from Nebraska that are listening, you're number 19. And in the top 20, rounding it out, is Pennsylvania. Again, I did not make this list. We'll put the study up later where you can actually go and take a peek at it and look at how they came up with things. And then, there, again, there's a little... You know, it's like a spreadsheet score here where if you roll across it, like, you know, for example, Illinois, there's a six for, un or there's a six for employment, a three for leisure activities, a three for mental health, a 23 for personal finance, a 29 for personal relationships, a five for social policies, and a 17 for physical health. 
As a comparison, Colorado, we are 27 for employment, 9 for activities, 30 for health, uh, 44 for finance, 22 for relationships, 1 for policies, and 1 for health. And I'm guessing that the way they do this is the lower the overall score, the higher the happiness rating is what I'm getting at. I think that's how they're doing this. I didn't look at the entire study to know exactly how they piece this together because I knew that it's very slanted to the left. The very worst state, by the way, is West Virginia. 40, 49, 50, 28, 32, 20, or 32, 33, and 50. So the higher the score, the worse you do as a state. I'm, I'm still surprised at these states that are at the top, Massachusetts, Illinois, Connecticut, Jersey, even New York. How many New Yorkers do you know are happy? That's Jordan Goodman on Tuesday when, when we have him on if, he's, if he fits into this scale someplace. Affordable Bunches Mortgage is next. And by the way, one way to stay happy is to have the right home, have a home that you enjoy, have the right mortgage in that home. There's numerous ways that Kurt Rogers can help you with all of that, even if you're looking at moving, buying a different place, whatever. Kurt can help you through all of that. 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take any time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost. 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. And where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. All right, folks, don't forget, if you haven't had either your sump pump checked and or your swamp cooler serviced, ready to go for winter, get that done now. Hi-Fi Plumbing can help with all of that, plus any other plumbing need that you might have. 877-WE-HIGH-FI or klzradio.com. Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. Hi-Fi Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with Hi-Fi Live, because to give you an honest quote, Ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With High Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee-free by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. All right, Roof Savers of Colorado is next. Dave Hart, who wants to help you with whatever need you have on your roof. By the way, you need to get that inspected before you get into winter. Dave wants to save your roof at whatever means possible. He's got the ability to do that either through the RoofMax product or other means as well. Whether you have a commercial roof, you've got a roof on your home, your residence, whatever it happens to be. And by, by the way, it doesn't matter what the roofing material is. could be asphalt, metal, you name it. He can do it all. Find him at RushToReason.com. And by the way, if you need a complete roof replacement, he can do that also. 303-710-6916. If you think you need a new roof, think again. I might be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. Hi, this is Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado. We specialize in helping 90% of our clients avoid a costly replacement by adding at least five more years of life to the roofs, and is guaranteed with a five-year transferable warranty. However, if it makes more sense to replace your roof due to wear and tear or storm damage, we are more than happy to do so. Yet our goal is to do everything we can to get you more life from your existing roof whether it is an asphalt shingle roof or a flat roof for both residential or commercial. Give us a call at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. 303-710-6916.
or go to roofsaversco.com and I will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Mention you heard this on KLZ 560 to receive your $250 fall discount. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are talking about the liberal study, yes, I'm pretty sure it's liberal, of the happiest states in the union. One of you asked, and I or had texted back, but some of you may want to know as well, where does Florida and Texas fit in? 30 and 37, respectively. Now, <clears throat> most of you are saying this whole list is BS. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 100%. Here's the category breakdown. thought I'll run through a few of these for you. The, this is on the financial end. Lowest amount of savings. These are the top. There's five of each. Lowest amount of savings. South Dakota, New Hampshire, Wyoming, Montana, and Pennsylvania. Keep in mind, Pennsylvania is in the top 20 of the happiest places. The highest amount of savings, Missouri, Idaho, Tennessee, Mississippi, and West Virginia. By the way, most of those are not in the top 20. There, none of those are in the top 20. Highest number of exercised enthusiasts. Vermont, Montana, Colorado, number three, Florida, and New Hampshire. The lowest number of exercise enthusiasts, Missouri, West Virginia, Mississippi, Oklahoma, and Kentucky. I guess they did a sleep study because the least amount of sleep, believe it or not, is us. Number one, Colorado. We get the least amount of sleep. Number two, Minnesota. Number three, North Dakota, number four, Nebraska, number five, Vermont, the most amount of sleep. Louisiana, Alabama, Kentucky, West Virginia, and last but not least, Hawaii. I already have a reason why it's Hawaii, but I'll not share that on air. Some of you that know me already know the answer. But least amount of sleep, number one, is Colorado. I wonder what the range was between least to most. I mean, are we talking... You know, six hours a night versus eight or nine? Are we talking seven versus ten, five versus nine? Or is it, you know, seven versus eight? And I don't know. The lowest quit rate, I guess this has to do with your job, the lowest quit rate. New York, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. So if you, if you look at that, because of the lowest quit rate, all of those are in the top 20. The highest quit rate, Kentucky, South Carolina, Montana, Wyoming, and Alaska. Now we move into some of the social ends of things, which I figured this would be in here. The most LGBTQ plus something or other, what is it, LGBTQI. What's the I stand for, Charlie? Oh, jeez. Intersex. <laughs> LGBTQI+. plus. What's the plus? Whatever fits. Oh, oh, Charlie says all the others. So LGBTQI+. Plus. It's like Dan and I used to always say, just the, you know, ABCD crowd. The youth protection rights. Number one, California. Number two, Colorado. Number three, Massachusetts. Number four, New Jersey. Number five, Connecticut. Can you see why those states are now in the top 20? The least LGBTQI plus youth protection rights. Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, and North Dakota. The lowest depression rate. Maine, Alaska, Vermont, Montana, and Utah. The highest Depression rate, Florida, South Carolina, Nevada, Georgia, and Texas. So, in order to determine the happiest states, as I said earlier, they went across the seven key dimensions. Employment, leisure activities, mental health, personal finance, personal relationships, physical health, and social policies. They evaluated those dimensions using 54 metrics, which were listed... Uh, with their corresponding rates, each metric was graded on a 100-point scale with a score of 100 being the max. So that's what I said earlier, the higher the scale, you know, the higher the, the number, the worse you 
made it. And I'm trying to see where the sleep thing comes in here. Let me look down here for a minute and see. They actually have movie theater visits on here as part of whether you're happy or not. I, I don't I don't see whether you go to the movies or not as a part of whether you're happy or not. Hotels and motels. What, what does that have to do whether you're happy or not? Bookstore visits. When's the last time we went to a bookstore? Charlie, you? Oh, uh, Charlie says, well, I'm not happy. <laughs> I don't go to the bookstore. <laughs> uh, good one. Um... Exercise enthusiasts. Okay, hang on. I'm still trying to find the sleep thing so I can see what the actual, you know, how, how they determine that, which I'm not seeing how that's broken down. I don't think they actually do break it down. Uh, insufficient sleep. Here we go. Insufficient sleep. Percentage of adults who reported sleeping fewer than seven hours on average. So that seven hours is what I was saying earlier that they used as their... As their percentage. And by the way, there's all sorts of other things that are in here. It has to do with, you know, not just the money you make, but as I said earlier, even even the cannabis legality is weighted in here as to whether or not you're happy or not. This is a stupid survey, by the way, or study. Instead of saying happiest states, it should be the most screwed up states. Because the majority of them on that list are all libs. So you can tell how biased this was. Okay, there's your happiest states in the U.S., which not exactly what a lot of you thought it was going to be. I, somebody said, by the way, in the LGBTQI+, plus, I stands for idiots. Good one, by the way. <laughs> Good one. Um, by the way, thank you. You guys, are always, you guys always make me laugh. That's pretty funny, actually. Thank you very much for that. Uh, anyways, you, we'll, we'll put that study up. You can go read about it yourself if you want to. Um, I've got something in my notes here because one of you sent me this. And Joe says this all the time when he calls in. Mark Twain's famous quote. There are three kinds of lies. Lies, damned lies, and statistics. Kind of like what we just went through a moment ago with that full list. Yeah, there's a bunch of stats there, but doesn't really give you the true picture of what happiness really is, not in my opinion. And what this article is about, this is, this is coming out of The Federalist. Big article. I didn't get a chance to read every single thing in it word for word, but I read enough of it to understand what the article is saying. Abortion is not safer than childbirth. Here's the data the left wants to hide. And this whole article goes through and talks about how the left relies on a faulty study that overcounted deaths from childbearing and undercounts deaths from abortions. That's how they come up with that, with that uh, statistic, that fact, quote-unquote, where, they, where they'll tell you that an abortion is more safe than childbirth. It's a lie. And as I've been saying, really, kind of the theme throughout the program today has been the left lies, folks. Constantly. There's very few things they say that are actually truthful. Well, and what's the old saying? If you say a lie long enough, you start to believe it yourself. That's the left. They believe wholeheartedly what they're doing is right, true, factual, and so on. But it's not. It's a big lie. I.e., abortions are not safer than delivering a child. We live in a day and age today, by the way, where very, very few women die from childbirth. I know 100-plus years ago that was very common, but it isn't today. And the pro-abortion left will tell you that a American woman is 14 times more likely to die from childbirth than from an abortion. That, again, is a false claim. And we all know that we, the reason they want to do this is because they want to, keep continue, they want to continue to promote abortion over anything else. They, they don't 
care about life. I say that all the time as well. They don't. They don't care about you. They don't care about the life of the baby. They don't care about the elderly. They don't care about the disenfranchised. They will tell you that they do, but the reality is they don't. It's proven right now with what they've done to the economy. They're hurting those that are disenfranchised and that struggle to pay the bills more than they are anybody else. So how, how is that helping anyone? How is that caring and loving the poor? It, it's not. And by the way, giving them a handout, i.e. government assistance, is not helping them. It's just making them more dependent upon you. Upon them, I should say. So the American maternal mortality death rate used by these and other similar studies started to rise sharply in 2003, coinciding with a change in surveillance methods that the pregnancy checkbox introduced that year. State health departments added this checkbox to death certificates to indicate whether a woman had been pregnant within the last year. As more and more states implemented the checklist, maternal death rates rose to stratospheric levels. So in other words, the way that they're counting, adding to their count, I should say, of women that died from childbirth is to have the mortician check a box that would say, has this person, has this woman that's died been pregnant within the last 12 months? If the answer is yes, she gets thrown into the list of those dying from pregnancy. Folks, this is screwed up. This is what the left does. If they can't prove it in a normal fashion, they'll lie to get their results. If the facts don't prove their point, they'll lie. That's what they're doing here. So because you and I both know the statistics would show that abortion kills more women than pregnancies do, to get around that statistic, they started having death certificates filled out that said if a woman was pregnant in the past year and died, she could have been hit head on in a car collision, hit by a drunk driver, died of cancer, you name it, anything. If she'd been pregnant in the last 12 months, she died from pregnancy. What a load of crap, folks. This is what the left does. And we've got to start calling them out on this. And we're, we do a pretty good job. A lot of you listening do a great job, by the way, and I, and I applaud you for doing that, but we're not doing enough. We don't call these folks out enough on this stuff. And, and I, when I mean call them out, we have to do it in a very systematic, factual, nice way that says, well, excuse me, wait a minute, you know your facts are wrong on this, right? Well, what do you mean? Um, you realize that in your count, you're counting a woman that died from pregnancy as someone that died with a pregnancy in the last 12 months, no matter how she died. Sort of like the stats for COVID. Died from COVID or died with COVID? Because by the way, if we go back to a died from COVID, the death numbers from, from COVID deaths drops dramatically because it ends up being about 5% of the overall COVID deaths. We, we've talked, I talked about that all the way through COVID till I was blue in the face. I don't, I don't know how many times we even had Dr. Kelly on talking about died with COVID, died from COVID. Very, very, very few people died from COVID. A lot died with it. There was a case of the coroner, a liberal coroner up in Grand County where an individual had been shot, murdered, because he had COVID, she as a coroner had the list, died with COVID. His death had nothing at all to do with COVID. Zero. But he was thrown into the statistics of died with COVID. And she as a Democrat threw a fit. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. Didn't matter. Why? Because that's not what they wanted everyone else to see and hear. Like I said, they will do whatever they possibly can, even if it means they lie through their teeth to prove their point. 
It's funny. Anytime I get on a topic like this, I never hear from any of you on the left. I don't hear a text message. I don't hear a phone call. I don't hear anything. Why? Because you guys can't defend this. There's no defending what I'm saying. All right, take a break. We'll come right back. Golden Eagle Financial is coming up next. Statistics, by the way, when it comes to your finances, uh, you need to really pay attention to what's going on, and that's where Al Smith comes into play. He knows far more about what to do financially speaking and what you do down the road, where you should put your money, where you should not put it, all those different things. How do you get to retirement and stay there? That's what Al Smith is good at. He is a financial advisor. 303-744-1128, klzradio.com. Golden Eagle Financial will help you determine what will work best when creating a retirement strategy. Your retirement plan with Al Smith will consider possibilities that could threaten your nest egg. He helps you create a plan that allows for emergencies like death, illness, or adult children needing help to ensure the stability of your plan. Al will work with you to create a retirement strategy that withstands an urgent situation yet also aligns with your financial needs. With asset management from Al, you'll feel confident about the strength of your plan despite the possible contingencies. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will help you manage your financial assets with a well-rounded approach. Life happens. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or go to klzradio.com money. That's klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC registered advisor. All right, folks, whether you're buying a home, selling a home, transitioning, maybe you've got a family member that's looking to make a change, whatever it happens to be, uh, the ladies at KNR Home Transitions would love to help you. Catherine and Robin, they've got expertise across the board when it comes to getting your home either bought, you know, buying a home, or selling your current home. That's why it's KNR Home Transitions. Two realtors for the price of one, klzradio.com, 720-437-8210. With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing... Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com slash home. Again, that's klzradio.com slash home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. All right, Save the Storks is next. I've been talking about what the abortion industry does when it comes to twisting the numbers on how many ladies actually die from abortion versus dying from pregnancy. Save the Storks, folks, isn't doing any of that. In fact, they want to be completely honest with their patient, the lady, that's pregnant. In some cases, it's an older lady, could be a young lady, could be anyone in between. The reality is what they do is they sit down and honestly give out all of the options that somebody that's pregnant can go through. They do want to save the baby. That's why it's called Save the Storks, by the way, because we want to deliver babies. It's a life. But they give the particular lady all of the options. One of those, by the way, being adoption, which never gets talked about on the left, by the way. There are millions and millions of families out there waiting to adopt as we speak. People that cannot get pregnant, that would give anything to have a child, that can't. Literally, we are killing off babies that they would take, love, nurture, care for, and raise. Save the Storks gives all of these ladies those options. So go to SaveTheStorks.com today. Donate. We're trying to raise money for a stork bus for Colorado. It's SaveTheStorks.com. My birth mother recently told me that she drove two hours to a clinic to abort me. But when she arrived for her appointment, she changed her mind and instead found an adoption attorney. My name is Diane Ferraro, and I'm the CEO at Save the Storks. I need you to join me in our mission to help us give women in Colorado the chance to choose life for their babies. 
We need you to give generously and help us get a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here. Some of you own a business or lead a group, and your donation of $1,000 or more would save dozens of babies when the mother sees that ultrasound for the first time. Please visit SaveTheStorks.com and donate today. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, I've got something to play, by the way, that goes along with some of what I was talking about a moment ago with the lies and what happened during COVID and so on. And this is a little hard to understand because this is evidently a, a forum that's going on over in Britain, which they had severe lockdowns in Britain, way worse than even we had. But the same questions, by the way, that this particular young man is going to ask this panel are literally the same questions we should be asking here And frankly, very few people are. We do. But in general, nobody's asking these questions. So I'll just play this. Here we go. Jamie, you asked this question. What do you think of what you've heard? Um, Well, I agree with what uh, Mims was saying, to be honest, uh, in general. I think what it shows that by Boris Johnson breaking the rules was that they were absurd in the first place and that we should never have gone into lockdown. And it was the biggest mistake, I think, that the government has made because we now have a mental health crisis. We now have children who have to catch up on their lost learning. And we have uh, NHS backlogs of over six million people. And, and we have cancer patients who can't get seen, who died during lockdown. No one talks about that. Why are we not talking about the collateral damage from two years of lockdowns, which have destroyed the economy and which have caused a cost of living crisis that's happened today? Same questions we should be asking here in America, by the way. It's no different. We didn't lock down as heavily as what Britain did. But we should be asking those same questions. And frankly, no, we're not. And the reason is because nobody wants to answer them. Because the reality is we shouldn't have. All we did was screw things up by locking down. And there were voices, myself included, that all the way through COVID, early on, I mean, literally within two to three weeks of things starting, we did the you know two weeks to slow the spread. And I can remember shortly thereafter, I mean, Charlie and I were the only ones in this entire building for I don't know how many weeks where I never stopped driving down. In fact, was the nice part about it was there's nobody else on the road. You could drive down here pretty fast. But reality is we were on air daily, literally daily. I read the stats every single day saying this is insanity. Picking winners and losers, talking about who is essential, who is not essential. It was total, total nonsense. And we did nothing at the end of the day to slow the spread. If anything, we made it worse. Then we ended up with a vaccine, when it's all said and done, that makes it worse as well. And yet, no one is being held accountable for all this. No one. We are, we've, we've gone off the rails. Economically, we added about $10 trillion in debt to the country, which we have to service now. Every taxpayer for 100 years now, we're going to be doing this. It's insanity, folks. And yet no one is asking, other than some of us on air, where's the accountability for all this? Why isn't anybody asking Polis out on the circuit? that he's running around on right now trying to win re-election for governor. Why aren't we asking these hard questions? Why did we do this? Stats now show we didn't need to. There were people back then saying we didn't need to, myself included. We were ignored. We were called lunatics. We 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 were conspiracy theory, you know, tinfoil hat wearing lunatics that had no idea what we were talking about. Huh, we were right. Everyone else was wrong. Yeah, I can say that now. We were right. We got it right. I literally not necessarily had death threats, but I had people on social media basically saying, we don't care if you die. What you think about COVID and what's going on and our reaction to it, you should just go away and die. I'm still here. I didn't die. And we did it the wrong way. And we screwed up far more lives by doing what we did with the policies 
than we ever would have if we'd have just left it alone and let it run its course. But that was not the plan of the powers that be. We've talked about that in depth. I'll do it every single Thursday. I'll continue to do that with Dr. Kelly. We'll do it this Thursday again. But that was not a part of their master plan. And time will continue to show that those of us, Kelly, myself, and others, Steve House and others, we were correct. They were not. Extreme Auto Repair is up next. They want to help you with your vehicle, all of its needs, tires. As we head into winter, make sure that you have good tires, and they can do that. They can sell you brand-new tires at their cost, Cooper Tires, which is a great deal, by the way. And they've got a full warranty program with them, road hazard, the whole nine yards. Just call them today. Find out what they can do for you. KLZradio.com, 303-841-1071. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick and experienced problem-solving. Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, that's it for today, folks. If you missed any of this first hour today, you can catch it next between 6 and 7 p.m. Wellness Wednesday is tomorrow. And during the first hour, uh, Haley Pomeroy is going to join us. She's been doing that on a monthly basis. And for a lot of you men listening, we don't really talk specifically about men. Tomorrow, she is. We're actually going to talk about male hormones and your metabolism. We typically focus on lots of other things. But you know what? A lot of you men listening, you need to tune in. Because as we all get older, there are things happening, and we can correct that with a lot of things that we can do, uh, you know, uh, organically speaking, I mean. So we'll talk about that tomorrow with Dr. or not Dr., but with Haley Pomeroy. So have a great night. I'll see you guys tomorrow. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.